How you doing, Dion? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me back, Mike. Excellent, man. So thank you first and foremost for changing your schedule around. People, if you follow one rental at a time, you know that I'm trying to upgrade my home network so the quality of my videos are better. But that does mean I have 48, maybe 72 hours of no home network. So Dion is doing us a favor and recording this for me. So thanks again. Greatly appreciate it. Um, I still think you should have took me up on my offer to come and hang out at my house for the weekend. But <laughs> this works. <laughs> <laughs> this works. That's awesome, man. So the first thing I wanted to talk about is the fact that you and I, either consciously or unconsciously, are now considered mentors in the real estate investing space. You have done a great job of building up your following on bigger pockets, being interviewed on bigger pockets, um, your financial freedom. I obviously wrote a book doing these YouTube things. What I want to talk about is, even though I think we both have the right intentions, we are big hearted, we, you still need to realize that the mentor E, I just want them to realize they own part of this equation as well, right? I've been doing this for a couple of years. And sometimes it doesn't feel like the mentor E is carrying the water, right? We've already done the road. We can tell you about the path. We can tell you what to avoid. But for example, when I talk about focus and daily discipline, and then the mentee comes back to me a month later and says, Michael, I can't give you 20 minutes a day like you tell me, but I'll give you four hours on Saturday. Full stop. Did I say four hours on Saturday? Did I say it's optional? I mean, you're trying to outsmart something that I've helped thousands of people do now. And frankly, sometimes that frustrates me and other times it pisses me off. So I just want to have that discussion. Sure. It's a great topic to bring up. And I'm always really careful with the term mentor. Mm. And part of it is, is really because of the ownership that that puts on the person asking for help, because I run a truck driving school and being an instructor is being a form of a mentor. And when you do instruction, there is the, the material that you cover. Then there's a test. With us, there's a state test where an outside party comes and tests the person in a, a college course the teacher presents a test at the end of the course to tell you whether you passed or not. And when someone reaches out to ask me for help, the last thing I want to do is make it a relationship where I'm going to test them at the end. But it's still hard to get feedback from someone who's asking for help because when someone reaches out and says, hey, will you mentor me? I'm, I'm always really careful with my wording. I don't send back, sure. I send back, mm -hmm. I'm happy to help if I can. I'd like to take a look. If I have some advice, great. And I think it's because I'm hesitant to say, I'm willing to help and put the effort in, but you are going to have to be the one to do the work. Yeah. And I see that a lot when someone comes with a question and I give an answer and we don't communicate for a few weeks and then they come back with the same question. Yeah. And so sometimes it's either they didn't take action and they're trying to recommit to taking action or they're looking for a different answer because we both know that there's there's a thousand paths to reaching financial freedom, uh, stocks, business, real estate. And then in the asset class of real estate, there's a bunch of different paths too, from wholesale, flipping, burr, buy and hold, local at a distance. But all of the paths to financial freedom can be reduced to one. There's one path that works out of all of them. And that is improve yourself. Mm. So if, if the focus for financial freedom is to become better at investing or better at not spending uh, on things that don't add to you know, your financial future, then improve that. When you reach out to somebody who's reached financial freedom, who's 
offering you you have a course you have written a book you have a youtube channel which is probably hitting twenty thousand while we're recording this somewhere around here um that's significant you're you're saying i'm taking all of the knowledge that you have and you you are putting it out there for people to use mm -hmm. but you can't use it for them yeah so when somebody reaches out and says will you mentor me i'm still not going to say yes i'll mentor you that that label yeah comes with too much ownership would you like help absolutely would you like an opinion of somebody who's you know done to before i even tried to uh give advice in the bigger pockets community there were thousands of hours of research thousands of hours wow. of podcasts thousands of hours of listening to audiobooks um and then you know years not not quite 20 plus years, but you know, 10 plus years of investing to figure out what works, what doesn't work, what I'm good at, what I'm not good at, before I would start answering questions. I think you and I have knowledge to share. Mm -hmm. uh, we have the free formats and I'll be doing the review of your course here pretty soon. Uh, nice. It's actually shifted my opinion of what I think of training uh, quite a bit. And, and that's hyper-focused in a, in a linear fashion of these are the steps you take. And I think you have a better success rate with the people who take your course, because even if it's just a couple hundred dollars, they're investing in something that they then should take action on. Somebody who watches YouTube or reaches out with a couple of messages hasn't got any skin in the game to take action yeah. on the advice that you're giving. That's my opinion. Um, are, are there any tools that you've used that get a better response from somebody that you're trying to help? Well, the beauty of this is, is I've been trying to do forms of mentoring or asking or helping, as you call it, way back since 07, 08 in Bigger Pockets. It's kind of where I started, went to the, spoke at the first Bigger Pockets event in Denver. So that, so I took that experience and knowledge, and that's why the course that you're going to review, step one, day one, you start, you create a focus and you start building your own spreadsheet because I want to put all of the onus on the mentor E to do work right away. So I could tell if they're following the path, right? I feel like sometimes we're sitting here at the bottom of the financial freedom path and we're pointing at financial freedom up there, but we're like, hey, these are the paths you're gonna go through and here's the plateaus. But that's why I made work the first step because I can know right away because my first question when somebody calls me now is, okay, well, what's your focus? What's your box? I may call it different things. And if they don't have an answer, it's like, well, step one, call me back, right? That's evolved the same for both of us. The first question is kind of what is your end goal for me? So what is your, your strategy that you're going to focus on? Because mentors can give advice and they can give encouragement and they can help you choose between two properties maybe, but they can't help you choose your end goal your why your strategy yeah, that exactly. has to be chosen and you kind of want to do that early on there are a couple of steps that everybody can start working on right away learn how to save get your credit score up and maybe mm -hmm. find out what you're qualified to borrow up to based on things that a lender would look at mm -hmm. after that the steps become kind of focused on are you looking in your market do you want to learn a different market do you want to learn the the wholesaling and flipping and buy and hold are completely different things to oh, yeah. the way you find the deals are different the way you finance them are different so if the person doesn't know that beyond those first very rudimentary simple simple steps of you know how to save how to get your credit score up there's not much help that we can offer so i start yeah. with the same question yeah i love that and again we both want to help 
we both have a huge heart and, and we will give a lot, but you've got to be able to do the work. And, um, that, that, that's just, that's it for me, right? If you're willing to do the work and follow the path that, that I point out, then, you know, I've proven, you know, now over thousands of people have taken the course and we're doing deals all the time. So I know it works and, and it's, it's something that can be repeated, which feels pretty awesome. So that's pretty cool. I, I've had a few people reach out to me for over a year now, and we've had different conversations and they make some progress. But what's really great for me is recently was last week, because I just did the interview with them. A person reached out to me in December. And I've known this, I call him kid guy, because I've known him since he was a teenager. He's like 30 now. So we've known each other longer than 10 years. And he reached out in December and said, hey, I, I see that you're getting into real estate. I'd like to sit down and kind of ask you some questions. So he came in, we had a, an actual face-to-face -face Dion talk, gave him a copy of Rich Dad Poor Dad. I always have a couple sitting here at my desk. Now I've got one rental at a time sitting here at my desk. And he called me last week and he said, hey, I just wanted to let you know, I just closed on my first duplex. It's in Bend, Oregon. And um, I, not only did I think that was great, I was like, okay, cool. So I first-time investor who just started doing the research six months ago just closed on a deal so i set up a deal deep dove where we went through how we found yeah. it, how we financed it the numbers um why bend oregon which then popped up in one rental at a time uh, yeah i Facebook saw that today of hey you should check out bend oregon um so that's ironic uh, so that's the progress i like to see he reached yeah. out to get a foundation of how do i start what research should i start doing and then I kind of didn't hear about him again. I'm surprised he didn't reach out with some more questions, but he said, Hey, I just closed on a deal. That's the best time to reach back out. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and I think that's, that feels like the right timeline for most people, right? In, interest spark a deal in six months feels right. I would tell you interest spark deal in six days. Not good. Too fast. I mean, I've seen people do that. I, I remember, I remember somebody telling me they were interested in Fresno, never been there. I set up a connection with, my network, they went on a Saturday and on Sunday, they'd written four offers. I'm like, I mean, like, what are you doing? I mean, that's, that's crazy. A little bit more homework next time. Yeah. That, especially in the beginning, once you know a market and you know your niche, yeah, sure. You're making offers really quick, really fast All the time. in minutes, yeah. but those first few, like, and I've said this before, I think on a, on a, in a video with you, when I first started investing, I had a real estate agent with over 30 units who has been investing and he's totally financially free, helping me find my first few duplexes. And he had never invested in small multifamily. He had always purchased, you know, he ran a Windermere office and the best deals that came through the door, he picked up. So in 20 years, he's got 30 great properties. He had me making offers on properties that would have been alligators that would have stopped, completely stopped me from being able to invest beyond the first or maybe second property because they were going to be costing me money. And it's Ooh. not his problem. It wasn't even his fault. It's an asset class he didn't understand. And I was relying on the mentorship of somebody without clearly telling them what I wanted to do. Luckily, I didn't get those deals. Over the next couple of years, educating myself, I got deals that... Um, yeah, we'd be having a totally different discussion if you would have got one of those first houses. Especially in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. This is fun, folks. Again, folks, we want you to be successful, but you own some of that. You've got to do the work. Uh, we're here to help and coach and an answer questions, but understand that you need to do some of the work. So Dion, thank you very much for this. Yeah. And I'm happy when people reach out and ask for help too. I'm happy to help if I can. I'm going to make a comment on this video. One of my first comments will be my email address. So feel free oh, to nice. reach out.
Thanks. Thanks, Dale. We're sorry. The number you have dialed is not in service at this time.